0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at BYTE.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. with host Ralph Malbro and
2: featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the team drops the ball. Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
3: Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph,
4: no offense, you're going first. Oh,
3: definitely.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. (laughs) (laughs)
2: They'd get (laughs) his...
5: I don't even have a joke, Dave! It
2: like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Mountrose.
3: All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, twenty five seventy two City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You can watch Coastal Carolina trying to win the College World Series. You can watch um, the and you can watch the NBA Summer League will be starting soon. You Wait, can Coastal
1: watch- Carolina's in the finals. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask that too. They're against
3: like, two Arizona, they're losing three to nothing. But you can go there to the Pelican uh, House. Wait, who's losing? Coastal Carolina.
1: Okay. No. So they're. I stopped losing. paying wow. attention once Tulane. I went guess. Out.
4: I guess you got to feel better if you're LSU about losing to them now that they're in the final. Uh, not really. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, the the Pelican House, twenty five seventy two City Place Court. They're awesome. They have a hundred and thirty six draft beers on fifty foot TV. Uh, go there. They're awesome. You should support them because they support us. All right, um, dude, it's June twenty seventh. I mean, Saints news is. Very slim, and when there is Saints news at this time, Andrew, there is always bad. It's bad, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So the Saints, they Kyle Wilson got put on IR, um, and here's the here's the thing. My theory with all these Saints injuries: you, you got Kyle Wilson, you got Kikaha, and you got uh, San, Sanford. Right? Here's my yeah. theory, Andrew. The Saints, all these injuries is like if you you are a regular person right. and you have like money issues, and like a busted toilet won't necessarily break you, but a busted toilet and a busted TV uh, and an electrical problem will screw you over. As Andrew drops out and pulls a Dave, um, so Kevin, that's my theory with these injuries. <laughs> that's my theory with these injuries is like it, it, it's not like oh my God, Kika, how are they ever going to recover? Or Kyle Wilson, he's the fifth or sixth corner. But there's Andrew, he's back. So, so like, but that's my theory. Like, it's an accumulation of things. Like, you, you, it's not one or two guys, but like, they're gonna have a couple injuries in training camp because they always do. Every team does. So that's gonna be a couple more guys, probably maybe not out for the year, but missing time. So that's five guys of the fifty-three Andrew. So that's like ten percent of your roster already that you can just like write off. And for the Saints, their roster is garbage, so they can't take the hit on the back end.
4: I mean, those are three guys I expected to make the team. I mean, I think you can argue with Roman Harper here. Um, Jamarcus Sanford maybe doesn't make the team, but I think Harper was signed because Sanford got injured. Um, so I really think that those were three guys that make the 53-man roster, and now obviously three people that wouldn't have made this team will now make the team uh, because they're going down. So that, that, that's not the direction you want to go. But for me, the concern is the timing of it. <clears throat> It's the fact that it's happening before training camp even starts. They've already got three defensive players that would be on the roster that are out for the year. That is brutal.
3: Dave is is sighing. You don't agree with that, Dave?
1: Oh, I mean, you know, I I don't think the the Jamarcus Sanford and the Kyle Wilson injuries are, you know, total death blows. I mean, I I agree with Andrew. They were probably going to make the team. They were... You know they were going to be backups on the team, but of course that was added depth. Um.
4: Here's my thing about corner. I, I wrote about this on <coughs> on Saints Nation, and you're only as good defensively as your fifth and sixth cornerbacks because as small as those guys are, that that position always gets depleted. It always gets banged up. I mean, you remember the Super Bowl year they picked up Mike McKenzie and Chris McAllister, pretty much out of retirement. And and they had to start those dudes because they had no one. Like their top four guys, Randall Gay, Jabari Greer, Tracy Porter, they all went down. Um, They they were putting Osama Young in at Nickelback. That's how desperate they were (laughs) to play guys. So they they got really banged up. And then last year, you know, uh, Bro kind of got banged up a little bit. Keenan Lewis obviously was out. And, I mean, Swan and P.J. Williams were out for the year. I mean, you look at this year, the healthiest guy Of their cornerbacks is the guy with a broken neck. That's like the guy who has the most (laughs) healthy healthy recent history. And Kyle Wilson, he had broken neck two years ago. Okay, okay, but I'm just saying Kyle Wilson was a guy that played 15, 16 games for you last year. He was a decent fifth corner uh, that would have done the same thing this year. And you need guys like that on your roster. Now, you know, it puts more pressure on the Saints to play a Brian Dixon or one of these UDFAs, it's probably going to suck.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's true, and that's a good point, and it just means that, uh, you know, these guys, you know, those, those younger guys or the inexperienced guys, they they need to step up. But, you know, to the point of the initial question, yeah, it's it, its not fun. It's, it's not a good situation to be in in the middle of June before you even start camp. Obviously the, the Kikaha injury is, is probably the most devastating because, um, Saints need help in the pass rush department, probably more than anything else. And, and I think a lot of us were thinking this was going to be a big year for Kikaha and, and and now he's gone. So, you know, we'll just have to see. It's, 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 it's still way too early, obviously to, to get upset or get disappointed, but, um, you know, but, it is what it is.
4: Yeah, I mean, I disagree <laughs> with Saints fans that are saying, like, oh, we'll be fine, P.J. Williams and Damian Swan. I mean, you got to realize, like, combine them with Keenan Lewis and, like, out of a possible 48 games played last year, they, they combined to play about 20, less <laughs> than half. So, you know, I, I mean, that's great. I, I think you've got two prospects that we don't know much about that we're high on and then Keenan Lewis when he's healthy obviously is a good high. corner but at the end of the day you're talking about guys a year ago that played less than 50% of the games combined
3: people just don't like you bursting the June bubble Kevin that's all that is i was arguing i was i was arguing with someone over over how good pj wilson can be pj williams williams, williams. williams. Yeah.
4: you just combine the name of two saints corners
3: i know that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be—they're all just going to be frank and corner at the end of the year, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. So, uh,
4: <clears throat> but hey, Brandon Browner's gone. <laughs> yeah, at least there's that. I'm all in on the Dixon twins, baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, so. Of course since it's since it's, it's June we we struggle to fill uh Saints topics. The other topic in, in the news So is, that's
1: our podcast. It's over. Thanks for our it's podcast. Been
3: fun. Thanks for thanks for playing, Dragon. Have through. a good one. The other Saints news before we get to a really fun We weekend.
4: we should stop it now because it would be the best sounding audio podcast we've ever Don't had. Don't say that, Andrew. You can't guarantee that.
3: You can't guarantee that. We did we ran two tests, but that doesn't get it. I hope people can hear my, my son in the background just wrecking things. It's fantastic. I, hope, I thought so that was your like, cat. If you hear, like, blocks tumbling and all in the background, that's my kid. What are you going to do? Uh, but we got one other Saints topic to talk about, and then we'll get to a fun thing Andrew <laughs> did of the top 50 worst all-time Saints. Andrew spent a lot of time. The top 50, I mean. Uh, it's it's fun. You should go there and read it. We'll get to it in a second. But, um, Andrew, the Saints, that, that, it broke today. I think Gil Brandt for the NFL.com or whatever said the Saints weren't going to go to the Greenbrier. And but all every other media, local person was like, "No, that's not true. We ain't heard that yet. We're not reporting that." Um, so you're. And then
4: and then later uh-huh. tonight, the Saints came out and actually said their official. Was, right. Yeah, they were like, "We're definitely going back." So. Or <laughs> we, we plan on, on going on back.
2: Swing and a miss for Gil Brandt. Then, unfortunately, yes. yeah, he's like hundred and went so went, far.
4: Like, like you waiting. know, I wish I I wish I could remember why he blocked me. But I remember him reporting something about the Saints, like, several years ago. (laughs) And I, I like, railed on him on Twitter, being like, hey, you were obviously dead wrong, care to comment. And I I wish I could remember what the story was. But, yeah, I realized today when this whole thing played out that I, like, went to his Twitter account and I realized I was blocked.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I got blocked by Les Miles, which I have no idea why.
4: So um, that that's that's way better than my story.
3: That's
1: it's like a life achievement right there. Yeah, yeah. The
3: funny thing is, my 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 the the tweet that I did that got the most traction ever was like from like two years ago. I went to the LSU Houston luncheon, and last Miles made a joke about UT, and I tweeted it out, and it got like 400 retweets or something because um, he just took a i can't even remember what it was but it was like a great dig at texas and people and like people were like reporting it as like news because i guess they saw my thing that i write for wwl and they are you they like do you have people were like dming me do you have do you have audio i'm like no dude i paid the 50 dollars, i'm here watching that's my son so it's not that's not the cat that's my son
4: that really sounded like your cat. I, I know your son <laughs> and your cat are—it's unbelievable. <laughs> so, so
2: it's kind of like it's kind of like roommates getting in sync.
3: <laughs> <sighs> so Andrew, I wonder
4: if they menstruate at the same so, time. So <laughs>
3: Andrew, as as I go and pick up my son and hold him on my lap for the rest of the podcast, I want you to tell the people what you did in the fifty worst saints of all time, and just go into like a forty-five second description of it.
4: Okay. Uh, well, pretty basic, really. Uh, I decided to put together two lists. One that has the 50 best players in honor of the 50-year anniversary uh, of the team, and then I did the 50 worst right after that because someone on Twitter was like, hey, you should do the 50 worst. And uh, so, of course, I obliged. Uh, but Ralph, Ralph was not happy. He was not pleased with my worst. He, he had a lot of... Um, Disagreement with my rankings, and he felt that I omitted some guys. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling, I'm you feeling did. like I should have run that list by you before I posted it.
3: Well, the thing, and I said it, the the list is awesome, and it and it tilts towards recency, which is fine because ninety five percent of Saints fans don't know anything that happened pre two thousand, right? You know, yeah. I mean, let's just be re- let's just be real about it, you know. But the thing is, I looked at the list. You made a, you made a, you didn't have him ranked number one. But you made a really, really strong case, and I want you to lay it out now. I think you got you, you, you would. I think after talking to me, you you might admit that you even got your own rankings wrong. And you made yeah. a really, you made a really, really strong case for Brandon Browner being the worst saint of all time. And well, I put, I, and I want I, you to I lay, lay it, it out. put him number three.
4: Yeah, I put him number three behind Heath Schuler and Jonathan Sullivan, and uh, I think we can all remember that Shuler and Sullivan were both uh, abysmally b- yeah. horrible in their own ways. Yeah. Um, but the thing Shuler about Brown,
2: he opted for politics.
4: That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See if you can go any lower. Um, but uh, no, for Browner, the main thing for me. And I I think the recency thing is why I didn't put him number one because I was thinking, like, I mean, I'm just remembering him being so awful because it was so recent. But when you start to put together the whole thing, which is, number one, he broke the NFL record for penalties. Like, no player has ever been penalized more in a year. So there was that. Yes. Then there was the fact that the Saints gave up the most touchdown passes in the history of the game for yep. a season. And, that. and Browner was responsible for at least half of those, at <laughs> he least. He
5: and felt like and all by
4: the it. way, and by the way, when you get a th- flag thrown on you, you're not giving up a touchdown, usually.
5: <laughs>
4: so although Browner was pretty impressive at getting flags on plays that ended up gaining more yards than the flag would have given them. Um, yeah. and then lastly, the Saints gave up the highest yielded quarterback rating of all time of all time. And so basically any quarterback that went up against the saints was an MVP. They were performing like an MVP player every time they played the saints. And again, the rating does not include penalties. So that's on like you, that you just take away the penalties, the NFL record penalties, just take those all away. And then on top of that, you get the best rating ever because penalties don't factor into that. It It doesn't help rating so like (laughs) you combine all of that and it's just like he 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 was god awful in every facet like it didn't matter if he was fouling the guy or not fouling him or covering him or whatever it it all added up to the same same thing like i I just like i remember Schuller's season being two touchdown passes and 15 interceptions (laughs) i'm
1: not sure that's worse no no i i have i have two questions um, one was Jason David on the list. Did he make the list? Oh yeah, he was top. He was top ten. He was like eight or nine. Yeah. Okay. So, did, and go ahead. Ralph.
3: Here's my question though. You had Lindsay Scott on the list. Do we? Do you? Do you? Do you bump him higher on the list because he did coke, or do you bump him lower?
4: Well, he was definitely higher.
3: Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, like
1: <laughs> I get it.
4: So. <laughs> <laughs> but but here
3: everybody
1: else was a little slow to that, that one I feel like
3: you <laughs> I feel like your only omission and this is just because I'm old is Billy Newsome who the Saints they traded the number 2 pick in 1973 for him and he only played 2 years for the Saints and was a complete disaster <laughs> I feel like if the Saints had traded uh the number 2 pick for somebody in the last 15 years they might be a slam dunk number 1
4: Yeah you know? But I mean, that's just. Don't, that's don't worry, guy. don't worry, Kevin. Though I, I got your
1: boy Ted Gregory on. There. I
4: was
2: actually getting ready to ask. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now wait. I, I have now. I have a question. So wait. Well, first, I have two questions. First of all, was Heath Schuler drafted by the Saints or was he no, just signed? By he the was traded. So, uh, he was drafted by the Redskins. They traded right, for so, him. Yeah, he,
4: he saved his worst season for the Saints.
1: All right, <laughs> but you got Jonathan Sullivan at number two, and he was drafted by the Saints. So my question Correct. is. If you had Jonathan Sullivan go against Stanley Jean-Baptiste as worst Saints draft pick, who would win? Jonathan Sullivan and it's not close. Okay. Sullivan. Well, you, sure. So, so uh, to
4: to illustrate is, why, why it's not close? close, he does but he yeah, yeah he did make the list. Um but but to illustrate why Sullivan's worse, you know, Dave, I feel like your argument is always like where was the guy drafted? Yeah. And Sullivan was a first round he, yeah, I mean Sullivan was like a top 6 pick yeah, he was. High. and Jean-Baptiste was second round. And then on top of that, the question that Kevin always asks is, did they trade up? And the answer to that question is they gave up two first round picks <laughs> to move up to get Sullivan.
3: But and, and that's the thing though. like what constitute like, I feel like it, a lot of the argument you have is they're horrible because of
4: the bad picks, you know? Like, that was part of it, yeah.
3: So, like,
4: what... I mean, there were some guys where it was huge contracts or, like, free agents that we expect... The, the expectations were higher. And then some guys were... It was just, like, they really and truly just had miserable seasons. Yeah. And like, that was, like, Browner and, and Schuler, you know?
3: Who did I say that needed to be on the list and you were like, they got to play to be on the list? I, 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 oh, I texted Oh, uh, C. Grant. Oh, yeah. C. C.
4: Grant. C. Grant. C.
3: Grant ter- like, um i kenny stabler nineteen eighty three's gotta be on the list because he he was like almost single handedly responsible for them not making the playoffs that year like he had he had such bad moments like they were beaten yeah. Dallas by a point with like forty five seconds to go and he got sacked for a safety and they lost by a point like
5: just <laughs> but, like <laughs> Like they were winning, they were, they were they were
3: beating the Jets like twenty-eight to seven at half on a Monday night, and he threw three second-half interceptions. He was terrible against the Rams. Like he just had so many bad moments that year that I feel like he needs to be on the list. But they, but again, Andrew, that's me. Uh, that's me, old-timey Saints guy, being on, you know being on the list.
4: Yeah, there was some guy that said he that he had been a fan since 67 and he he sent me a message on twitter and, you know i mean I, I can't compete with that you know obviously those guys that, that remember those those years in the 60s and 70s yeah. i mean those were some of the worst nfl teams of all time
3: well i mean the, the saints in the 70s they had a, they had an astronaut as a gm which somebody sent me a picture of dick gordon for fun and uh Dude, it's he looks like he looks like a like a bad golfer from the '70s. What he was wearing, it looked like he was wearing Saint's pajama bottom pants. I don't even know
4: um, <laughs> what it was. But um, I try to include as many as those guys from the '70s as I could. But I definitely, I'm sure I missed some. So, um, so. And speaking of being an astronaut, who is uh, operating a, a NASA shuttle?
1: Why i I mean there's thunder outside, I think you're probably hearing thunder yeah, okay.
3: it could be me as i as i battle a, as I battle a seventh month old, which is fun because my because uh, my wife is recovering from surgery and is not allowed to, my, wife. my, not wife. Wife, my wife. is not allowed to pick up more than fifteen pounds so that's always fun um. But uh, I guess that's it, and we'll get to Twitter questions.
2: So, so wait. Well, what about the married? What about the married guy? Oh,
3: the married guy. Yeah. So date. So, yeah. This
2: was my but, big contribution during the pre-show meeting. Yeah, it
3: was. So, so explain it, Kevin.
2: <laughs> uh, okay. So a Saints player got married.
1: Uh, Michael, uh, Michael Maudie?
2: Maudie,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Mauti. Yeah. M a u t
3: i.
1: Yep. Yeah. Son. Um, son. Son of a former Saint.
3: Yeah, he's going to struggle oh, nice. to make the team though. The upgrades he made
1: the, he made the, he made the punt block last year.
3: Yeah, but the upgrade at linebacker has really hurt his chances to make the roster.
4: He's a special teamer anyway.
2: <laughs> but being negative. So, I'm sure his wife I'm sure his wife thinks he's a special teamer. Yeah. So, come his wife. His wife. His so, wife. So, Ke- go Mom's on, Kevin. His wife. Go on, Kevin. So, so so my contribution was, well, why don't all of us offer him Advice from uh, three guys who are married and one guy who used to be married.
1: (laughs) Kevin, I don't know as as the guy who used to be married. I don't know whether your contribution should count double or should count half. (laughs)
3: Well, you know why they say. uh, I'll say, advice for marriage is. don't, don't stay mad. If you cannot if you can, if you can manage to not stay mad, you'll.
4: Oh, that's good advice. You'll be happy. I should take it.
3: Like, that's the thing that makes my wife so awesome. She does not my stay wife. She, my she wife. does not stay mad. And in fact, she gets it out. She'll, she might yell and scream. But then like 15 minutes later, she's totally forgot it. You know? So she doesn't like, she won't like bring things back up from like three weeks ago where like oh you didn't do that and, and and started all over again she just she doesn't remember it she just looked at me and shrugged she's like yeah I just don't remember it so that's the thing for me is like if you don't go if you don't stay mad or you don't go to bed mad you're probably 80% there Dave your advice
1: well somebody else can go my wife just walked up so I can't give you advice <laughs> no while she's I... in front of me
3: Andrew.
4: Uh, shit, man. am am I I'm not the right person to ask? I, I would <laughs> say that my advice is that you know, not not too dissimilar from for playing for a sports <laughs> team. You're a team, you're a team, and uh, you have to pull your weight and you have to um, <laughs> contribute together to make things work. And I, I think it's, I mean, it's different once you have kids. You know, I think Always. obviously when 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 you're when you're young and you're married and, and it's like the honeymoon phase it's you know you can travel and do lots of fun things together but once kids come i think that's where the challenges. um i mean it's just hard to find time for each other and and do a lot of that stuff and so i think it's just important to, to stay committed to your family and and kind of um just know that um i, I guess just appreciate the, the little moments you have together
3: Oh, that's lovely. That was like a real answer.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have to go. I'm, I'm for a while lame. Now. I'm lame. What's is- No, I, I think uh, Ralph Ralph's was pretty good. And I mean, I guess mine would be would be some somewhat similar. Um, you know, I guess I would just say that you've got to. You just got to let. You have to let little things go. I mean, you just, you can't. You know, you you can't. You can't have all these little picadillos and you can't... I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain but, you you know, you live with somebody... Well, what in God's them. name is a picadillo? It's
3: a cafeteria. Like,
1: no, that's Picadilly. Picadilly, <laughs> dude. Um, you know, you live with a person and they... may they. I, I, I think we each, all of us, we have annoying traits that our wives dislike oh, about man. us. And and i wonder and vice if saying versa. my life is one of them <laughs> my life so <laughs> and i mean you you, you just ha- you have to accept those things you you can't you can't get into some heated arguments you know over just petty shit i mean you got to save that for the stuff that's <laughs> you really save important that for the base. i'm serious i'm serious cuz because otherwise because uh, then otherwise your entire relationship is arguing you know Yeah. You, you just you have to be able to let it go and, and i i think that i've become you know, because of my wife and because of my kids and because of my work, I think that I have, I, I, well, I don't think I know, um, that I have definitely become a more patient person. And, Mm. uh, and I, I like myself that Mm. way. Kevin, I was, I was very high strung. Kevin, your advice.
2: I wish I would have, I wish I would have, uh, you know, all of that is all that. No, 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 all of that is good, uh, advice. And that might've helped me. So who knows? Um, (laughs) Let's see. Yeah, like all that stuff is great. Um, God, don't. I mean, I, I suppose it's easy to not have to worry about fighting about money. Um, yeah, and you're, you know, even if it's the league minimum, uh, when you're <laughs> making NFL money.
3: That was going to be my thing. Is if you if you if you're not on the same wavelength as far as how you spend money and how you view money you're kind of you're kind of fucked out of the gate and that's a mean thing to say but like if you have one person that just like spends and doesn't give two craps about bills and doesn't really pay attention and you have another person that's like a saver and all this um uh yeah and and
2: and you know and again maybe this is a problem that that you don't have if you do have money but uh divvy like divvy up the uh like make sure that each of you gives the uh like an equal amount of effort or 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 in terms of putting stuff into the relationship and doing stuff around the house and again maybe that changes because during the football season you're out of there for so long so maybe during the off season your
4: ass is doing yes, yeah. yeah that's the other thing i i put in a ton of work in the off season knowing that when football <laughs> season comes along i am useless
2: right so 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 maybe it's like you know during football well you know I, i'm just saying you do all. You have all. The, all this stuff around the house that has to be done and and worried about, and it doesn't it doesn't work if it's all on one person, or or most of it is on one person. And
4: yeah, all right, we got to wrap the Doctor Laura well, episode let's, up. Let's and get just, to do- let's just let's just t- tell Michael Motti that you know if if you don't commit to your marriage, then you're looking at a lifetime being spent on Twitter, Ashley, Tinder, Madison. And, and and wrestling, yeah. Um, so if if you don't want to go down that path, hey dude, hey, please, hey let me please. tell you, he's a, if 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 he gets into wrestling, chances are it's
2: because he's a former football player. Let me tell you, former football players can do pretty well in the in the wrestling world. All right,
5: <laughs> let's
3: get let's wrap up the Doctor Laura episode because I got a t- uh, seven month old that's getting out of control. All right, let's get to some t- Twitter questions. Uh, this is from Sports Guy. Uh, who is the one player besides Breeze Andrew that needs to play all 16
4: games? Um, you know, I would say Teron Armstead's valuable, but uh, they could they could probably put Pete there in a pinch, and he might be okay. Um, so I would say I would say the Saints are pretty freaking screwed if Cam Jordan is. I, I would pick Cam Jordan. For 16 games.
3: With clearer audio, do I get to hear Dave Chew and surround sound? Let's hope so. But we don't know how the audio is until I hit the stop button.
4: I think it was pretty good tonight. Uh, I'm hopeful. Don't say I'm, that, I'm hopeful.
3: I'm not. I'm, I'm, I, I, the way the audio has been going, I've, I've been, I dread, even though I've run like six tests. So uh, what is the impact Alex Gibbs is likely to have on the situation? Is Dennis Allen able to get the D on the same page? Who is Alex Gibbs? I'm drawing a blank.
4: I have no idea who Alex Gibbs is.
3: All right, this is from Matt. He's He's not familiar. He's a Falcon. Kevin, explain why Drew Brees is destroying the Saints. That's from a Falcon fan. Matt, I like him, though.
2: Uh, He's not... Like I, I like I'm so I'm just so, I'm so thrown off by the by the audacity of the question that I can't come up with anything funny. I'm sorry. He,
4: he's so destroying the Saints because he can't stop the run. He can't rush the passer <laughs> and he can't cover him.
2: That's the, oh, see that. See, that's the funny answer. That's the answer I should have had.
3: <laughs> but uh, let's
2: see. he can't he can't pass it to himself if I can steal a quote from Giselle. Uh <laughs> So
3: You know, I
1: learned that, that Drew Brees caught a touchdown pass from and Tomlinson when they were with the Chargers.
3: Oh. So, Rita just said in an interview that no matter what happens in the proceedings, she will be a part owner. Kevin, does that have you worried? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. That's from Chris. He's a Liverpool uh, fan, but I like him. No,
2: I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Uh, I think... Because I, I think we all know that 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 uh, that the family dog is going to end up making all the decisions after uh,
4: after Tom passes.
3: Oh come on now! Um, all right, that rat- what, whatever
4: ownership she has, she'll be putting in a putting it in a joint, smoking she's it be with like, Lenny Kravitz. She's
3: hopefully going to be like the dude. In, <laughs> she's going to hopefully be in like the the, She's hopefully yes. going to be like the dude in Office Space, where they're like. You uh, you you uh, you, you didn't uh cash my check this week, and my check didn't clear. And he like they mo- keep moving them, and he's eventually down like in the, the boiler
4: room. I <laughs> if forget you it. could go to storage B and fix the cockroach problem, yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. All right, so that'll wrap okay. it up. Thanks. That'll wrap it up for
3: this week. Uh, Go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got 50 best players, 50 worst players. Go to Canal Street Chronicles. Go to Twitter. Uh, if you like politic talk, me and Kevin, since it's uh, June and we struggle to talk about, the find topics to talk about, we talk about politics. So feel free to flame us and say mean things. Yeah. It'll be yeah. fun. It'll be fun. Hashtag! I'll block you real fast. I'm I'm gonna block. I'm I'm on. A blo- I'm on a block. I'm on am blo- blo- having a block party. I have done. I have taken the advice of Andrew and I have weeded out people that annoy me on Twitter. So just be warned. So uh, and you find, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So just be warned. You're
4: you're you're going all Gil Brandt with it. I am. I am.
3: So <laughs> for Dave, for Kevin, for Andrew. Uh, until next week, the bar is closed. I,
2: I, they, they stole my swing line stapler, and, and 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 I and I, I said if he was going to steal my swing line stapler, that that I would, uh, I would set the building on fire. I, I did not receive a piece of cake. They, they, there is not enough uh, the ratio of, of, of cake to to people in line. It's, 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 it's not it's not a good
4: ratio. I put strict nine in the guacamole.
3: Oh, that was a good episode. You better
4: keep all of that.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
1: Huh? Hi, checking in for...
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet.